And good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, a different day for us. This is City Talk Live with uh, Lee and Sabrina. And again, we're here. That's right. We're here on 94.1. WNBU. And we are coming to you live today because um, tomorrow, Friday, our regular day, Henry Hinton is going to be in beautiful Beaufort, North Carolina, doing a show live from down there. So he asked us to... Get off his airwaves so he could do that. And uh, here we are on Thursday. But we're glad to be here with you. Hope you're out there listening. And, you know, Lee, it's been a really interesting week. I've got a lot to say in our first opening segment. Interesting. This has been a one Meshuggah pain in the butt. <laughs> Oy vey. <laughs> no, it has been. Meshuggah crazy week. You're, you're really funny, Meshuggah. What? Hey, um, I, I want to kind of give a shout-out to um, – a gentleman that I met in the Wendy's. Last Saturday, I was in Wendy's. Why are you lurking about Wendy's? Because I, I never go to that side of town. You know, it was really funny. So we went over towards, um, I, I craved a Wendy's. That's what I wanted. The, their burgers are square. I can't yeah, eat a square I, I burger. Know, I really like it. But anyway, uh, this nice gentleman came up to me and said, Miss Bingle, I just want to thank you for doing your show. I listen to it all the time. And it made me feel so good. And, you know, he said, look, we all need to hear both sides of the story. And he said, keep it up. I, I like it. I'm glad to listen to Did it. Did he buy so, your burger? No, he didn't. But, you know, I guess I should have bought his. But, you know, I don't, I don't do stuff like that. So anyway, you know, that was... Uh, I would have taken a free burger. I would have. I would have been offered. That was a great shout out. And, you know, the other bigger thing is the Clydesdales were in Newburn last night. Did you happen to get to see those awesome horses coming down our street? I, I, they're, they're enormous. Those, they, are, those are quarter horses, right? Yeah. I would um, like to see if they were bigger than a quarter because those things are enormous. They were gigantic, and it was so cool. They came down you know, Pollock Street to the Pepsi store and the crowds of people. It was awesome to see all these people in our downtown last night. And um, sweet Ray Wiley, who I know is with Jeffrey's distributing company, and I, I've known him for a long time, he came and said, Miss Bangle, Miss Bangle, and grabbed me. And I got to sit up on the, on the wagon. Did you really? Yeah, with the Dalmatian, and I got to sit up there and have my picture taken. It was really kind of cool. So, uh, And then Tom Broughton was behind me, and he got to get up there. And I think that it was just really neat and fun, and it went around downtown, and I've seen all the pictures on Facebook. So, you know, yay to the chamber, yay to uh, Jeffrey's distributing you know, for bringing the Clydesdales to Newburn. It was, a, but it I mean, was, it was like a Norman Rockwell afternoon. Yeah, where were, where were you guys, by the Pepsi store? Yeah, we were over by the Pepsi store because we were swamped. We closed at 6 o'clock, and, you know, like at, at 5.30, 20 to 6, the place was slammed with people. We couldn't hardly keep up, and so we closed right at 6 o'clock, and, man, there was everybody around. But um, the Clydesdales got there. You know, it must have been about 20 after 6. It was really a cool day, really cool. Did, did, did the Clydesdales each have individual names? That I, come on, I was wondering that. I was sitting there watching. I was going, do they have names that they call them by? No, dear. They, they, and you they call yourself City Talk. You're getting to the bottom of the issues. You don't know if those Clydesdales have names. <laughs> well, I wanted to, you know. Crazy, always, Bernard White. Always, always Crazy. And also, too, a shout-out to uh, the chamber yesterday. They had their women's conference, and it was well attended. Were they, they had, playing the women's card? Yeah, they were. Oh, come on. You know, look, we'll get on that in another, another subject, but that doesn't bother me. You know, I'm very secure in who I am, and I don't care what anybody says. You know, they can insult me all they want because I've been insulted enough in the last few years, woman, man, whatever. And it or doesn't both. matter. You know, you know, you know who you are. You know what you do, and if that bothers you, then so be it. But um, 
No, it was a great conference that the chamber put on yesterday, uh, with panels <laughs> and um, and a guest speaker and just a you know another shout out for them. There's lots of really cool things that go on in our community, and while you and I hammer on some of the bad things or some of the things we disagree with. Um, there's a lot of good things going on in our community and um, today everybody needs to stay tuned because we're going to have a great show today and we're going to be talking about New Bern and what's going on in our city because we have Alderman uh, Bernard White with us. And I call him the Lone Ranger. Yeah and, and you know what too um, when we get going in our next segment um, we're going to have uh, former Alderman Denny Booker coming because he says he wants to get in. He couldn't be Booker's here. coming? Well he couldn't be here in the studio today but he wants to get in on the conversation so we figured hey why not we could be what in the know. world does booker have to do that he can't well, be here and meet us work you know so anyway old as he is he's still working yeah, he still is working god bless oh, yeah, him yeah, so yeah, anyway, anyway, we got 30 uh, seconds we're we're gonna come back and when we come back we are gonna have uh alderman bernard white we're gonna be talking about uh what's going on in the city the city budget um are we being told one thing and have another thing done whatever but we're gonna get to the bottom of a lot of things so this is definitely worth another cup of coffee get that cup of coffee stay with us because we're going to be right back and we're going to be talking newborn and good morning welcome back to city talk live on wnbu 94.1 sitting here high atop the omarks building looking out from the uh penthouse window overlooking newborn i really enjoy uh, Newburn on days like this when when the rain is coming down and, and spring is in full force everything's so green I'm glad we have this big window in here to look out you know it's radio I we love can you but sometimes you really BS you know beyond <laughs> beyond uh, my um, whatever my we're nerves. in the penthouse aren't we? <laughs> we are but anyway go ahead and welcome our guest today I just did welcome hey uh, we're live on WMBU 94.1 you can also listen to us streaming on talknewburn.net. Go to Facebook, which Sabrina's facing that way, so I'll oh, Facebook us at talk, yeah, it's at talknewburn on Facebook. And of course, uh, you can always listen to us live. We are here today with uh, Bernard Wait White. Wait a second. What? I think you forgot to tell the most important thing is we what? want you to get involved in the conversation today because this is going to be a great conversation. So you can email us citytalk at talknewburn.net. Or you can call us at 252-633-4243. Go. There you go. Hey, <laughs> a lot of things going on in the city. We uh, um, we have Alderman Bernard White here today. Say good morning, Alderman White. Good morning, everybody. They talk right into that mic so they can hear you. You got, a, you got that low kind of Barry White voice. You, you know, you, you, <laughs> it's you better for the late-night jazz you know, kind of. As you state to people, you've never been able to understand what I say. <laughs> I, and I know you do. I said, this is what I say. I say, I disagreed with half of what Bernard White said. Didn't understand the other half. But, man, that man never, ever, ever changed. He kept his word on everything that he ever said. And he was like a rock. Bernard, when he got an opinion... Um, he never, ever changed it. He would think about it. And you and I disagreed a lot when we were on the board, didn't we? Certainly. I mean, we did, and I was still always do. up for What? Still do. You still, we still do. Just like I disagree with, with Sabrina. But the, the thing about it is I'd come to you straight up and go, man, I don't understand why you're doing that, and I'm not here to change it, and you'd tell me why you're doing that. And that would be the end of it. Move on yeah. to the next issue. Right. I, you know, I agree. And, you know, we did – we agreed to disagree, I think, and that was the issue. And we tried to be respectful. Now, I will say this, that sometimes Lee was not respectful of, of Alderman Outlaw at the time. that Because I didn't respect him. Well, and, and you know, you just you disagreed with him. And, and unfortunately, 
the now current mayor, when you disagreed with him or you tried to shut him down, takes he your would, name off the fire trucks. Well, no, yeah, he would get vindictive or come back at you or do something, a, a gotcha, you know, kind of thing. And that's that's where it, everything started to break down, I think. But, you know, we can all sit up in a room and agree to disagree. And, you know, you have your thought process and you vote your conscience. I vote my, con you know, I always felt very good that I did my homework and I voted my conscience, you know, whether people agreed or, or didn't, didn't agree with me. But, you know, we have a lot of concerns about what's going on at City Hall right now and um, everything from left to right. And, you know, recently um, we talked about what happened at, at Lawson Creek Park, you know, that was kind of interesting and the state coming in. Did you guys have any awareness that, you know, that had happened or did you find out about it in the paper when they found out there was going to be a violation notice sent? I, I knew nothing about the violation notice until uh, I heard about it from the paper, I believe. Other than that, I, I knew nothing that was basically going on. And I guess that's not no, good. I, I mean, it's it's good to communicate. And, you know, I, I, I'm i in hopes that you all are talking to one another, but I guess you're not. I, I've heard a discussion, but out of hearing that discussion, you wasn't talking to me. Right. Well, let, let me, is there is there a lot of back and forth? I mean, is there a lot of communication between the alderman and the mayor and you? How does it feel sitting on that board right now? I'm, I feel that... Uh, I'm there and I do the best I can for the city or the people of New Bern. If I feel like they're being treated unfair, then I'll speak up on, on, on that behalf. Other than that, I just try to get, when I have calls and people call right. in, I try to solve the issues that they have by turning it over to somebody who's supposed to be able to do that. Well, what are some of the big issues the, you're getting calls process, on right now? And that is the process. Well, the big issues I, I get called, you know, we still talk about the drain and uh, they call and they like for people to come over or somebody come over there or they say someone haven't been over there for a certain period of time to clean out the drains because bushes and everything have grown back up in the area. Uh, I've been uh, calls from some people, even Woodrow, who feel like they should get a sidewalk and uh, I'm in the process well, of trying to get that done. I'll tell you. Well, the there's city, two of them the over on Glen Burnie. I was going to say, the city is exploding with sidewalks. You know, all those ones over there on Glen Burnie now and uh, New Boulevard. You, I, I was driving down there last night. You could land a 747 on, on those sidewalks. <laughs> they are really wide. I was well, surprised. Well, I, I think that was a special sidewalk, not just for people walking on it. I but think for it super tankers? No, no. <laughs> it, it had some more input in it, but I, I just don't get into the other issues when they're doing it, I, I like to see what needs to be done in certain areas that doesn't get any treatment, wow. and I like to see everything done to, to uplift the field void. Where, where would you like to see sidewalks? Well, I'd like to see sidewalks on National Avenue. I like to see uh, and National Oak Avenue Road. going from Riverside Oak. to Sunnyside. No, well, from Riverside there there is there are sidewalks, it's but it <coughs> stops right there at that little. Quick Mart or something like that, yeah. then there's not any sidewalks beyond there going around Jack's yeah. Creek, Jacksmith's Creek. I think we're in the process of trying to have that road worked on and then have a curb and sidewalk done. DOT have turned that, that's turned over to us now. And, and you mean to rebuild that little bridge there and to make they're it wider? Gonna, they're gonna, I don't know whether they can make it wider, but we're about that one to get to it. I just want to have it wider because the, the road wider because it is real narrow. DOT did add about 
33 feet on each side to make it a little wider for us because it was really, really narrow road. All right, talking about widening roads, First Street. First Street, what in the world's going on down there? Give us a little history on that. <laughs> Pembroke. <laughs> First, First Street, that, that, First Street, the issue is, I think the main issue is, uh, I would say, bike trail or bike roads. Some people want bike, is, am I saying this right? Bike roads on each side. Bike paths, bike right. Bike paths, okay, so they want the bike path. I don't mind having a bike path, but when I first came into office, I had spoke to those people over there in Prima, to Prima community, and I told them it would be nice to have sidewalks to come off the bypass coming into Prima. Well, a gentleman stopped me yesterday in Prima, and he asked me, why are they going to narrow First Street? It needs to stay like it, stay like it is. And I told him in order to, to make those changes, I said, some people have to speak up. I said, we sit at the board and they talk about it. I said, but I didn't vote didn't vote to have it widened. I would for it to remain like it is, and we still can have the sidewalks. Hey, off the air, Bernard, uh, Alderman White, was, was talking to me off the air. When he was a young, uh, a young man living in, in New Bern, first of all, the everything, if you're, if you're going down First Street um, towards Broad Street, everything on the right-hand side uh, it was dirt roads, right? Not, not on First Street. No, 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 everything to the right of First Street over there, like uh, yeah, yeah. John Lawson, From dirt roads. Lawson Street, Bryant Street. All the way down to to you got to Norwood Street and Norwood also Street, the on Page Street. The other thing you you're telling me, which I found interesting, was First Street used to be two lanes, right? It used to be two lanes. Tell tell the folks what happened when law, when First Street was two lanes. Well, when it was two lanes, over a period of time, I guess the traffic coming in from Trent Wood, which are, uh, caused it to be a little bit more active, so they widened it. They made it a four lane. And when they widened and made a four-lane, traffic seemed to flow much better. Okay, now we're in the process yeah. of going back to yeah. a, they call it a three-lane, but when the lane in the middle can be able to turn left or right. Well, in, on, a, on a given day, you can find the left lane backed up and the right lane still flowing. If you take away uh, those lanes, and we have problems like we had yesterday, or the problems like we had three days that Friday after our, that meeting that I voted no on that issue, you will have a terrific backup. So you think that the narrowing, I mean, it doesn't take much in the way of genius, but right. do, you, do you, uh, you think the narrowing a road right there at that main artery into the town is gonna increase traffic or decrease traffic? I think it's gonna increase the, the, the the backup of the flow of traffic. And it would also contribute to be almost as if, uh, like, I keep going back to Broad Street. I remember Broad Street was right. just two lane. Right. Okay, now they, they, they went to a five lane, and then they came back and made it a four lane. And after they made it a four lane, and then they, they go back now and they make it a two lane, we have problems with even the emergency vehicles coming down. Uh, that Friday, I don't mean to keep jumping, that Friday when the traffic was backed up, my wife and I, we were going to come downtown. I said, baby, I can't come. we can't come downtown. Yeah. She, she said, why? I said, I can see the traffic backed up way up there. Right. 
Well, I want to just take a minute um, and uh, welcome Alderman, uh, former Alderman Denny Booker. Are you on our phone now? I am here. Okay. Um, well, uh, welcome, and you're here with uh, Alderman White, and uh, we're we're talking about First Street, so we're going to jump in the conversation. Um, you know, Alderman White. Yesterday, I had a meeting of the MSD. Okay. Um, and uh, our new assistant city manager was in there with uh, the new city manager. And Why do we need an assistant city right, manager? Let's, no. let's not talk about that right now. But they, they got on the discussion or after the meeting was over about the, the you know, first street corridor and narrowing the road, the road dot. And, man, they were kind of jumping on me about how good this is going to be and nothing's really going to change because it's going to be a lane on each side, a turning lane in the middle, and bike paths and how good this was going to be and it wouldn't really change the traffic needs. I mean, and so I've asked to be able to go and to City Hall and really view this vision. I want to see it all laid out and look at it so I can make an educated opinion about it. But I have a lot of, and I told them, I said, I'm having a lot of business people tell me they are not for narrowing that street. But I think it's because they're trying to make everything look a little bit nicer there and put sidewalks in the whole bit. Danny, you have, are you hearing much from uh, business people? And so I know this this deal is kind of moving forward with the first street or whatever, but it's it's due to the bigger picture of that city market property. And again, I've asked for the vision. What is the overall vision? What are we doing? I hear a little bit here. I hear a little bit there, and I'm I'm not getting the full picture. Do you have a better picture of exactly what's happening over there? I have, uh, I think, two pictures. One day was trying to have the the market put there. The farmer's market. The farmer's market. Right. And I think we had a, a meeting where in uh, Craven Community College is going to try to... Right, put a, like a vocational center there, a training center that training would help center. train people in different trades and things yeah. like that, which, hey, we def there's no doubt about we need something like that. I just want to see the plan and the vision. You know, Mark talked to me a little bit yesterday about, you know, taking that fence down, really beautifying that area. Of course, you've... I, 
You bought the property over there at the entrance to Lawson Creek Park, put parks and recreation there. I want to tell you something. You guys are flushed with money. Where'd you get all this money from? I mean, I'm like, you know, you went from being, from us spending all this money, everybody complaining to uh, having all this money. Right, Danny? Did, did you guys have a bake sale that we didn't hear about? No, no. <laughs> see, see, when y'all was in, and y'all look at the figures a lot, I try not to carry this, that, that burden of right. looking at all the figures. But I never saw Newburn at a point where we were really hurting that bad. We, we need some things that we need to straighten out. Right. But we wasn't hurting that bad. And then finally, after we got everything in order, all of a sudden, somebody, one of the finance directors, come up and say, hold it, we found, uh, we discovered that was a big sum of money. You know, so from there, you know, when we came when we came in, I think we were like 8% or... Or below 8%. Uh, when we came into office, yeah, like we were 6 7% somewhere in you there. Know? So I always looked at that being trouble zone, but we went from there to... 12, 16, When we left, 21, it was 25 when we 25, left. Yeah, it was 25. It, it, it could be as much as I Well, don't you're 50. Say. I hear you're yeah, about like yeah, 50. Now, 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 so we're at 50. You know, I, don't, I don't go back and get in. I'm going to get in on the budget one. But we're at 50. Then we shouldn't have to change a lot of things. It shouldn't be a burden on the taxpayers or it shouldn't be a burden on uh, us buying uh, anything that we need for the city. You should be able to continue to roll smoothly and not have to come up with a, a Well, it's decision. also a matter of priorities and spending money. Look, you can, you can spend money on narrowing streets and you know, make, cutting, off, cutting off traffic flow, or uh, there's a real need that we know for a new fire station. Right. Uh, That's what I don't you know, understand. And and you, why the, why you stood with me that why day. Why the Sam yes. hell are they spending and money we know on why streets, on narrowing streets in this pie-in-the-sky vision when we need fire station, when we have 17 unfunded positions in the police department, when we have uh, parks and rec, the parks and rec department needs, uh, needs, more, uh, needs more workers. You know, why? I, I can go back uh, dealing with fire department. Now, we remember when we first came in that we were working on the fire station. And then at a certain point in time, they were, some of them got disappointed because I voted against the uh, new fire truck again. We were going to do it. I say, I will. My fire truck. You voted <laughs> against that? I, I forgot that. I, I didn't vote against You are name. hateful. You voted no, against no, my well, fire well, truck? My, my, my problem is, my problem with that was that we talked about a fire station. If we were going to do that at the same point in time, then I thought we should have okay. had a building to put the truck in. And, you know, that makes sense. I have to, and, and, you know. And, and we were talking about eight, uh, eight people working. I have no problem with hiring eight more people to do that. Fire station is a wonderful thing to have. And, 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 and it, anywhere there's a fire station, the community grows. Well, it has to because you know yeah, people wrote. feel confident that their houses aren't going to burn down. Well, and not but we only have that, Jeffrey the medical, Odom out there saying that he doesn't want a new fire station. The medical response, <laughs> you know, is what's important because you and I know how long it took to get an ambulance out in that direction, and it was pretty difficult. Well, well why is this uh, going back again that Friday <clears throat> when the emergency vehicle? It was, they say it was an accident occurred on Broad Street. Accident occurred on Broad Street. I knew it was no way in the world that emergency vehicle. We're going to be able to get down, get down Broad Street 
It couldn't get down there. Right. All the cars were backed up and everything. So the, the driver took a shortcut, went through, I call it Third Avenue. And my wife and I, we were still jammed up in a little traffic there. And after a while, we saw him come out of uh, George Street. We saw the truck come out. I said, that's the truck there. She said, why he had to go all the way around? I said, there was no way for him to get there. There well, was no way for him to get there because you know, of the there's, traffic. There's many issues, you know, that we can look at. Another another issue that we just take a, you know, we've got about a minute before we go to break a little bit, and I really want to hammer hard on is, um, we got two minutes, uh, is this change in the consent agenda. It's driving me nuts, Bernard. I mean, let me, let me tell you, when I think that every citizen needs to know exactly what's going to be voted on. So, all right, you all have decided to go back to a consent agenda. And so I was looking at, you know, some of the consent agenda items from here, and there's no backup, okay? So, you know, right now you can go and look at any of the items on, on the agenda and look at the backup. For a consent agenda, you can't look at that. And... I don't, I don't, why did they decide to do that? I mean, did they feel, I mean, you, we know that if we had some road closings, we would say, okay, let's bunch them all together and vote on one thing. And we'd say, okay, but the public knew what we were doing. Yeah. I just, I don't know, Danny, how do you feel about that? It's driving me nuts that they've gone back to a consent agenda. How did, wh what was the precedent for doing that, Bernard? Somebody, well, I'm going to say a, a person <laughs> felt that it would be quicker and we could get through a meeting quicker doing that. Right. Yet, I, I always like to know what's going on in each one because if you're going to vote to agree on that agenda and you do not know the full gist or you don't have all the information, Right. It's never enough information for me. So when they, when they voted, I didn't feel myself just keep around and hogging it. When, when I say something, it's like everybody else jump in on it. And then uh, in the end, it still don't go nowhere. Well, to be fair, it was Jeffrey Odom's idea to, to create this consent agenda. Uh, why? Because he thinks that it's, we'll get right back to that. The reason is make make the meetings go okay. faster and come so on. what we're going to do we're getting ready to go to break we're going to come back with more of alderman bernard white we've got former alderman denny booker and we're going to be talking newburn so we'll be right back good morning and welcome back to city talk live with sabrina and lee sitting high atop the Omarks building all here on w and bu 94.1 streaming live on talknewburn.net and we have uh, bernard white alderman bernard white former alderman um, Denny Booker on the phone. We have a listener out there in South Carolina who says they're listening live and they're drinking their coffee this morning out of a Baker's Kitchen mug. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's what we love to hear. But when, Before yeah, we left off, we are talking to Alderman White. The question I want to do is why Bernard White, Alderman White, is it easier to find Waldo than it is to find the city city clerk, <laughs> Veronica Maddox? Why? Where in the world is the first African-American female city clerk? I walked into first city hall. First African-American city clerk, period. First African-American city clerk. I walked into city hall yesterday, a couple, 
two months ago and expecting to find Veronica there. The city clerk is not there. Where is she? <laughs> I think she was working over at the uh, Parks and Recreation. The city clerk is in Parks and Recreation. Well, she, she has an office over there. She's still handling certain duties. Mowing yards? What? Is that? No, no, yeah. no, she's, no, she's, she's handling cemeteries, cemetery. and it's, it's an absolute but outrage. But isn't the city clerk supposed to be taking minutes at the meeting? It's an outrage because, you know, we have a deputy, it's, you know, we have named a deputy city clerk. There is clerk. no such position. There is. No. There is. Look, I went to the state statute, and I've But in our city it. charter, aren't I they I went doing? in the city charter. And what? And let me tell you something what it says. It says that a deputy city clerk may be appointed in the absence of a city clerk due to sickness, death, resignation, whatever. None of those things That's have occurred. That's why I'm saying we don't we, have a Our city, city clerk, clerk has not resigned. What they have to do is you, they would have to fire because it's an appointed position. They would have to fire the city clerk. And, you know, I'm sorry they've not done that. And uh, this is nothing more than retribution against Mrs. Maddox for her support. Of us no, what it, what it boiled years. down to was Johnny truth. Ray didn't get candy for his Christmas parade. Tell the truth. Veronica yeah, was well. Veronica was unwilling to use city money to give Johnny Ray candy to throw at the. All right, Danny, you're the, gonna have to mediate this one. No, that's what <laughs> happened. I was there, and Johnny Ray was came to me and he was like, "Man, Veronica won't let me have any candy for the. She won't use city funds for candy. She goes, use your discretionary funds." Johnny Ray didn't want to use his own discretionary funds for candy, them. so that's where that <laughs> snit came from, and so now. The first Af or first African American ever to be city clerk of Newburn is in Parks and Rec. Next, next well, subject: the better city charter change. No, but wait a second. The the bigger issue here is you're still paying the city clerk the full city clerk salary, so that's not change. And now you're paying somebody else an elevated salary to be the quote unquote deputy clerk. But what really bothered me is they bullied Miss Maddox. She was bullied because what happened was they went to her and said, we're going to make the city clerk's job a part-time job. And nowhere in the state of North Carolina for a city of 30,000 people or more is there a part-time city clerk. So here you have a 26-year employee with the city of New Bern and being told that their job is going to be made part-time. Well, that impacts their retirement. It impacts their income. And how do you, how do, you do that? So to me, that was nothing more than bullying. And for and a did couple you sit of on that committee? Candy. Were you on that committee? I, I was on the board of Alderman when they voted for it, I, and, and I'm the one voted against that. God I, bless I, you. I God bless you. Well, Sabrina, so, Sabrina, I'm going to have to jump off, but I, I just to, uh, agree with that situation. That's clearly a political payback, retribution, whatever you want to call it, and that was just a wrong decision by that board. And one of I wanted to mention was, with the extra money that seems to be sitting in the city and not needed, if you recall, when Mr. Stevens came on at Public Works, he had a plan. He had a plan over 10 years, every year, we would repave every street in the city. Uh, that plan kind of gone away, I guess. And the other part was the infrastructure and our water and sewer lines. We, we had a plan when Epperson was there, Mr. Epperson and Mark, I uh, had a plan as part of our budget to, every year, replace some of the water and sewer stuff, which is very, very old and in need of replacement. So uh, uh, for some reason, the board has, uh, has eliminated that plan and, uh, and focused on other things. And that's a concern to me. So I'm going to have to jump off. Uh, 
Bernard, good talking to you, and uh, have a great day. Yeah, same to you. Take care of yourself. Love you, Denny. Yes, take care, Danny. Bye. And I would remind Denny Booker that not everything that's all that old needs replacing. He's one of them. I love him, and he's irreplaceable. <laughs> so bad but you know we and you know there there's concern with that and now i uh we know that you have asked the legislative delegation the board of aldermen have asked that the charter of our city be changed so that the board of aldermen no longer appoint a city clerk and that the city clerk is hired by the city manager and i know you voted against that as well i voted against that now why i stand by i didn't think it was fair and i think uh, that the Board of Aldermen, I felt, and I told them, and I tell everybody else, that I felt like they were taking away a certain amount of power from the Board of Aldermen, and I wasn't willing to give up that that power. The other thing, the other thing that's on that city charter is that um, the Police Civil Service Board, uh, the Police Civil Service Board, which had the hiring and oversight power to hire police officers, basically because. Um, because of the racial inequality in Newburn for in, 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 in lots of places, but here it was done racial inequality. The the uh, well, police Bernard, civil service Bernard board. remembers all that. Te fight. I mean, tell tell us why why did the police civil service board come in? The civil service board came in to make sure everything was uh, done. How can I say? Uh, make sure everything was done fair. Fair, exactly. Fair, fair. and balanced. racially fair. fair. Yeah. So there used to be meetings, and uh, I, I disagree with them even doing away with that uh, f because unless you have someone that's going to be fair working in the system, then you could uh, recruit fairly. Uh, a lot of the officers and people on the force did not want it done, didn't want it removed. Yeah, well, all over the country, Police, police boards are coming under scrutiny, and all over the civilized country, we are getting more and more oversight and interaction with police. Right, right. With police but I want, I, I want except in Newburn, where I, I understand. But I want to make sure our listeners totally understand what's happened. We had a police civil service board where the members were appointed by the board of aldermen, and their purpose was to review. Um, applications of incoming police officers, people being um, promoted to captain or sergeant or whatever it was, they would review that and they would make recommendations then back uh, for hiring of these candidates. And we would accept the list of people that were they felt were qualified to be hired. What the Board of Aldermen is asking for the change to be in our city charter, that they no longer do that. The only thing they do is if there is um, a, a discrepancy or if there's a, a challenge to anything, they would be like an appeals board. They would do that, and that's it. So they've basically stripped them of any power that they have. The, the main argument was, and I, I disagree with doing away with it, the main argument that I see is that they claim that it takes longer for them to be able to recruit or employ a, a person yeah it's, and, well, it and never, so well. so the time in essence is is important but it's it's not as good as making sure that you do the right thing right. and the people there it might take a little longer to even get a job if you apply for a job down Cherry Point take might take you 18 months to get a job right but, but if you got it it'd be worth that if they hard you straight off then they may hire you have you down there and then find out later on they got to let you go you know right 
Right. Well, the the big thing here once again was Johnny Ray Kenzie wanted someone hired on the on the on the police department as a as a higher up officer. Um, the police civil service board said no. It's we're not going to hire that person as a lieutenant or captain. Uh, that person isn't qualified. That's when this all came down. John Ray Kinsey then went to Dana, said, let's just do away with their hiring power, and now his friend is <laughs> on there. you think that's true? It is true. I mean, I, I'm blind to this, okay? So I want to know how did uh, the former mayor get all this information? Well, I get all this information from? because two things. One of the things I do, one of the things I do in my job, and I've done it successfully, mm-hmm. and I've made a lot of money doing it for 16 years as a lawyer, is we look at, nobody's ever going to tell you the truth. You look at the objective <laughs> oh, manifestations Lord, of truth. Now, when you have something, when you have the, the sequence that goes like this, the police civil service board was out looking for a captain. Johnny Ray Kinsey was pushing for one of his buddies to be a captain. The police civil service board said, no, we are hiring a different captain. Johnny Ray Kinsey then immediately in time, in the time sequence, goes and says he's the one pushing for the police civil service board to be to, to lose their hiring and firing ability. So he pushed for that. Next thing you know, his friend is hired as captain. And now we have three captains where we only needed two. That is called the objective manifestations of intent of truth. Nobody's going to tell you the truth. Right. You have to look and find out what their act. You know, you've always heard this. Actions speak louder than words. You can look at someone's actions. <laughs> in the time sequence, and you can know exactly what happened. That's how I know what, uh, what happened. What we tend to see now is we have a feeling that, you know, when we were in there, we were always told that the city manager runs the city of New Bern, and the board just sets the policy. But what we're seeing now is that the board is running the city manager to run the policy. But and see, I understand what you're saying, but I don't feel... I, I don't know that. I don't. You know. don't know that. Okay, well, and that's that's, that's good. That's, that's good. Perfect. We want to hear. That's why we we're hear. here. We want to hear that side of my, it. That's on my part. I'm not a city hall junkie. <laughs> You're not there I, all the time. I, I, I go. I go down there and I treat everybody as fair as I can treat them. Okay. You always have. And, always and, have. And I go in there. If uh, somebody doesn't want to be bothered with me, I can sense that, and I I don't waste time with them. Right. You know, I may speak to them and go about my business. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna treat you. You can treat me like dirt, and then think I'm not gonna think I'm gonna treat you like your angels. That's not gonna happen. If you come with me with far, it depends on how I feel that day. Do I allow to come back with you with far? Right. Right. But I'm gonna, normally gonna say something to you. What's going on at City Hall is, is some things I, I I'm not in all those meetings. Why? I'm I'm not haven't been asked. And I, I know I don't have to be asked. I can step right in there. Right, you can. You know, but, uh, as long as there's I, not a quorum. <clears throat> but when you don't, yes. And, and as long as you are act as though I'm not part of or you don't invite me, then when that issue come up, then you got to deal with me. Right, because then you're going to you vote got, appropriately you, you because you, you weren't you included in there. Me, Absolutely, you know, so, as it should so be. So that, I just let it roll like that. Well, you know, we, of course, I have a lot of concerns for my city, too. I don't think that um, many of the issues that were discussed, you know, in the, in the past several years are really being addressed. It seems like what we're doing is just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing if it sticks rather than really having a plan in place and coming forward. You know, a point, point in fact is 
I still don't understand why we're spending $275,000 in the front office of City Hall. You got a city manager making about $150,000. Now you got an assistant manager making another $130,000. I don't get it. I don't, are we so flushed with money? And I don't, still don't understand what the role is of the assistant city manager. Do you? No, see, I can't, I could come up with an answer, but I didn't vote for that. Right. You know, when we was in, I, I said, hold it, we'll leave it just like it is. Okay, but one vote compared to all the rest oh, of I them. I understood. It, it come but in. what was the convincing argument? Why did they feel it was necessary when you got, you know, department heads who could act as assistant city managers? You know, you have, I don't know all these years, we're a, a city of 30,000 people. Um, I don't. I don't understand that that position. And then you go and move public works, our most important position, as far as I'm concerned, public works is what makes the city tick. It's the infrastructure of our city. And send them out to a warehouse on Glen Burnie. So if the public needs to see this person or talk to the administrative people for public works, they're in a warehouse out on Glen Burnie. That doesn't make sense to me. I, I think, now this is me thinking now, but because I don't go and say you can move them anywhere they want to move right. them. You know, I, I think Mark's office used to be out there. No, it was not. It wasn't. His office Mark's office was, was right, right next right to Epperson's. Yeah, right next Ep- to Epperson's oh, in the back there. That, and then that, his two women that, sat there in that front office, his assistant. I, I thought he came in and replaced it over uh, Danny, Danny Meadows. Danny Meadows. Yeah, but he came in and sat in that. Danny Meadows' office was back there. In, in the, across the hall from Yes, you know where I'm talking, yeah. yeah. So, and then after Mark became city manager, then you had Matt Montaigne moving that office. And now they moved Matt Montaigne, the two um, administrative people that take care of all insurances, calls, this is where the public can speak to them, sends them out to Glen Burnie so the assistant city manager could have that big suite of offices. What's the deal? What is the deal? I don't get it. Yeah, why, why, <laughs> why do we have an assistant city manager? Yeah. You see, I guess because the city really wanted them. Who, who wanted them? Did you want it? No, I didn't want it. Who, okay. who, who wanted it and why? Well, they was on the slate, and they, they talked about it, and they gave, they voted to do it. And uh, I, I still voted no. And then the other issue was that we didn't, I didn't chose the young lady. Right. Well, the, the city manager hires it. The board does not do hire that position. They created the position. They created you. The board created the position, <laughs> but then it was up to the city manager to hire that mm-hmm. position. Do you feel that Mark or their city manager needs an assistant? I mean, is, was that the feeling I, of the I, board? I, Maybe I, not I, necessarily I, your feeling, but the I, board I, of aldermen. I don't know all the gist of it, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, I was sticking by my guns. I think we should have left it like it was, and r- until. We saw the burden. Uh, if I was able to see the, the burden that this person may be under, then I could say, yeah. yeah. But other than that, I, I don't I don't know what his because you thing. know the news. And again, going by the newspaper, the newspaper said the reason for hiring an assistant city manager was so that our city manager could do more economic development. But you have a director of development services. You've got a community economic development. You got Cindy Bott. You got Jeffrey Jerry. These are the people that were hired to get out there and do that work. So I don't get it. So so I guess uh, in the long run, we have to find out who's doing the work. <laughs> I guess so. I don't and then, know. Uh, my terminology, find out who's doing the work. And if you need all those people, you need them. 
But if you don't, you, you need to do like you Here's what you need. Here is what you need. Right now in this city, we have a city manager who's never managed a city. We have an assistant city manager <laughs> who's never right. managed a city. I think the assistant city manager has a wonderful resume for flying Tomcats. If we're going to war with Kinston and we needed Tomcat pilots, she would be perfect. I want a city manager who's managed the city and an assistant city manager who's managed the city. That's it. Common sense. Enough. Sabrina. Well, we're getting ready to go to commercials, so everybody, we're going to come back and wrap up this very rousing discussion. Rousing, I'll tell you. So we are going to be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> and we are back with City Talk Live on 94.1 WNBU. Uh, it's been a rousing discussion with Bernard White. I know that uh, Alderman White, we had Alderman Booker here earlier. Uh, Sabrina was mentioning that we had the Clydesdale uh, here, the Budweiser Clydesdales, and I asked her if she got to the bottom of the facts, just like she always claims to, and whether or not these Clydesdales have names, and they do. Sabrina, their names are Duke, Mark, Captain, and Bud. Um, that's I'm so glad you got the information. Hard-hitting, really impactful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. City Talk bringing it to you. Well, you know, again, we've had a we've had a good discussion, and Alderman White, I want to thank you for stepping out. You know, every every show we do, we ask for uh, the city manager, department heads, any of the board of aldermen to come and talk to us. We want, and if you disagree with us, that's okay. We want them, but you know, they're being told that they they can't come on, they can't talk to us, and you know, I, I think. You know, I, I think it's terrible. Do you feel intimidated that, that, by us? No, I'm not intimidated by anybody. <laughs> I, I mean, I may say wrong things that may hurt somebody's well, feelings. Or I could be wrong in some of the decisions I make, but I, I'm not intimidated by anybody. Yeah, and, and you know, we're here. This isn't this is an opinion show. We want to give the other side of the story. There are always two sides to every story. You know, what you see up on that bench. You know, er, er, twice a month isn't always what it appears to be. You know, the other issue to me, and we didn't have time to talk about it today, is this stupid new business agenda item they put on there mm. where they bring stuff up and vote on it without putting it before the public. Once again, How that's Alderman Odom's way of, yeah. of sneaking stuff See, by I, the public. I know, and sneaky, sneaky. I know that's illegal when, you, when it comes up. To me, it's illegal. Yeah, I know it's illegal. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit you know, so because they're doing business all I do that way. It, it just shake my head, and I, uh, if I disagree, then I disagree. Yeah, and and it is what it is. But thank you for your courage. Thank you for standing up, and coming here. Like we've said, all of us have said, we don't necessarily always agree, but um, I think it's good that we could have debate, that we could talk about issues where you agree, we we disagree. And we want a better Newburn. I think we're all here to have a better Newburn for not only you know my community, but your community, all the all the areas of Newburn. We just want a better city for do, everybody. Do you know what else uh, we're talking about off the air? Alderman Alderman White stands alone, stands up, and he yes. is the, a voice of reason. Uh, he's a lone ranger. The other lone ranger was a black man, an African American man. Alderman White is Newburn's Lone Ranger, <laughs> standing up right for now. truth right. and justice, yeah. and I will be his Tonto. Right, right. Hey, and you know, as we wind down, I have to give a shout out. I promise there's going to be a Women's Build Habitat for Humanity is going to be having a Women's Build May 3 through 5, I believe it is. So if you want to get involved and get out there, contact Habitat for Humanity. All that information is going to be on our website today. A Women's so, Build. A Women's Build, <clears throat> which is a good thing. It's always a good thing. Last we, word, because we're getting ready to close. Before we go, can I say one thing? Yes. Uh, the thing I like to say, is I, uh, my wife is running for Senate. Okay. Uh, District 2. 
and I would like for everybody that can or get a chance to hear and determine whether or not you want to support. Does or she not. have a website that she people have can a go website. to? What is it? I got a mate. I guess it's Senate District Two. Or Does she have a phone number? She has a phone number. Well, Alderman White's going to pull that stuff out. His, okay, his and, and we'll make sure they have it. But We've uh, got one minute. Yeah, we got one oh, minute. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Okay, what is it, Lee? Um, she has a website. It's called doro065white1 at hotmail.com. That's her Hotmail account. Um, and I don't see the – where is the website? I don't, I don't see the website. But please call, or please call uh, Dorothea Downing White at 252 252- Two two nine eight two six zero, Senate District Two two five two 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 nine eight two six zero. If she's any if she's anything like you, she will be an, a, a woman who's full of integrity. But and if hard you didn't catch all, you know, if you didn't catch all our show today, you can always go to talknewburn.net. The show will be up there later on today, and you know, next week we'll be back on Friday. Looking ahead, week after next, not next Friday, the following Friday, we're going to be talking Entrepreneur Center. Next Friday we're uh, having Randy Foster on. And ne- oh, next that's right. Next, next Friday, Friday we're having Randy Foster and right. Bill Ann. Perhaps. And that's going to be awesome. Okay. So we're going to have a great show. We've got a lot of good things. And Alderman White, will you come back again? I don't know. Okay, great. Oh, he doesn't All mind. right, everybody. I'm in a few words. So, everybody, as always, thank you for joining us today. Keep talking Newburn because we're talking Newburn, and we'll see you on the sidewalk. We'll see you on the sidewalk. Everybody, have a great week.